0: to Jim Paris Live! Your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. Alright, hello everybody. Welcome to the live broadcast. We are with you live on Sunday nights and the website is ChristianMoney.com. And man, do we have a show lined up for you tonight. Our special guest Coming up in about 30 minutes in our guest segment is Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, retired Lieutenant Colonel. His new book, Progressive Evil. He is one of our favorite guests. In fact, when it comes to our downloads, I believe he holds the record as our biggest downloaded episode in the history of the show as far as guest segments go. So this guy's fantastic. And I don't know how he uh, writes so many books, but this book looks really great. It's called "Progressive Evil: How Radicals are redefining America's rights, institutions and ideals making her globally irrelevant for the end times. Uh, very, very fascinating, and I look forward to that. In about 28 minutes, Robert McGinnis will be here. OK tonight, a lot to get into. I just want to give you a quick preview. I guess this is the new thing in podcasting and, and live radio. Uh, you're supposed to tell people, oh, here's what's going to happen, you know, so that they don't leave. So here's your little preview. Uh, I guess this has been a part of TV for a long time. I just never did this in radio. My view was listen to my show <laughs> for the whole time and you'll hear everything I'm going to talk about, but I'll give you a quick preview since that is the, uh, the way you're supposed to do things now. Uh, so tonight, Two big topics for you in my segment, in my open segment. I want to share with you my three theories about the death of Jeffrey Epstein, who, by the way, if you have not heard the news, supposedly committed suicide in his cell uh, over the weekend. And uh, a lot to say on this. I've got three theories, uh, three different perspectives on this, and I'm going to get to that. I want to start out, though, by talking about My three-day suspension from Facebook. And I'm going to get to that in just a moment. I just came off of suspension, as they call it, getting out of Facebook jail, last night about 9 o'clock Eastern. So I want to tell you why I got suspended. It's absolutely the craziest story that you will have ever heard, (laughs) that I will ever tell. It it is beyond bizarre. It really is. Okay. Okay. Uh, We're we're still doing this show commercial-free, so we do have a sponsor. I'll tell you about that in a moment. Next week, we will not have a live show. I'm thinking of doing an episode, though, and sort of uh, firing it up in this time slot, pre-recording something for you because there's so much happening in the news. But next week, I will actually be on a road trip. My daughter is moving up to the Northeast, and I have been roped into driving a moving truck for her 1,500 miles, yes, <laughs> and we leave next Saturday morning, uh, so we're going to do it over three days, though, so it should be a lot of fun, I'll be driving the big truck, she's driving her car with three dogs and a cat, so uh, fun will be had by all, it'll be uh, quite a memory, uh, three days, 1,500 miles, so that's why I won't be here live next week. All right, tonight's special sponsor that keeps us commercial-free is one of my ventures, BitcoinWorkshop.us. If you want to learn about Bitcoin, if you like my book, which is only 10 bucks over at Amazon, the 90-minute Bitcoin Quick Start, if you like the book, I turn it into a full-blown course. There are uh, several videos that you watch. We've got a private Facebook group that you can get into and, and, and make comments, ask questions, interact with other students. It's a really cool deal. And you can find out more about our Bitcoin Workshop by going to BitcoinWorkshop.us. BitcoinWorkshop.us. And the current hot topic in our private group, which you will be in if you're in the class, is a new gold-backed cryptocurrency. And there's a way you can actually get in on it now, even though the public can't buy it for about three weeks. It's really interesting, and a lot of people are talking about it, sharing the details on it in our private Facebook group, which you will be a part of if you join us over at BitcoinWorkshop.us. I'll be a nice guy. If you don't want to join us over at BitcoinWorkshop.us and you just want to know about this gold-backed cryptocurrency, I'll do this. Send me an email to jim at christianmoney.com. And I'll send you a link where you can find out more about it. I, don't, I own some of it, full and fair disclosure, but I'm not like involved in it. Like I'm not one of the creators of it or anything like that. So it's just something that I've put a little bit of money in. A lot of people in my class are putting in a little bit of money. And if you want to find out more about it, you can email me, jim at christianmoney.com. Okay, let's talk about my Facebook suspension. And, and I kid you not, when you hear this, you're not going to believe it. I still don't believe it. And I actually just went through this. I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I don't know. I'm thinking at a minimum I'm going to be sending Facebook a certified letter asking for some explanation or I might consider my own lawsuit. And uh, I'm a little bit privileged in that regard because I did go to law school. I have represented myself in federal court. Uh, I'm capable of doing it all on my own. So I don't even have to worry about the cost of an attorney. Uh, But I I don't know what I'm, I don't know that I want to sue them. I I really just want an explanation. So here's what happened. Uh, This was, I believe on, it would have been on Wednesday I was surfing the internet, and I ran across a post that was interesting to me. Um, it was actually I believe it was already on Facebook, and I just shared it. I didn't even share it directly from the website. I, I don't remember how I shared it, but it was from Breitbart, which is a you know big name website news site so it was a story about this movie. The movie was is called The Hunt and it's supposedly this dramatic movie where a bunch of rich people the elite um get the guns away from the average uh, Joe and they have this kind of hunting season on uh, you know kind of the everyman so it's like the deplorables are being hunted by the elite in this movie I really didn't know anything about the movie I wasn't really interested in the movie per se, but the story caught my attention because it said that ESPN, which is owned by Disney, decided to drop the advertisements, the trailer for the movie, the hunt. They decided to drop the movie ads because of the shooting that happened, the shootings that happened last weekend. And uh, a lot of people were commenting on, on this and uh, they were talking about uh, sort of the irony, you know, of the liberals wanting to take away guns. And then this movie, which portrays these elitists uh, taking away the guns of the deplorables, as it was described, and then hunting them. It sounds like a probably a terrible movie, right? It probably wouldn't have done well anyway. But apparently, Universal Studios decided to shelf the movie i don't know if they're canceling it or or it'll be you know coming out at a later date so anyway so the news story was that espn decides to drop the ads for this movie um in you know in reaction to the two shootings so i thought i thought that was an interesting news story it wasn't like uh a hugely interesting news story, but I, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit interesting. So a lot of times I I just share things that I think are interesting that are thought provoking. So I, you know, clicked on the the share button and shared it uh, to my Facebook and a couple of my Facebook pages. So my personal page and a couple of my Facebook pages. Well, a, a few hours later, I get a message from Facebook that I have violated their policy on It said, I violated their policy by sharing a post that contained nudity or sexual content. And if I wanted to, I could challenge that. I could dispute it. And then I looked at the article. They said that I shared that contained the nudity or sexual content. And the article was that article. The article was at Breitbart. It's still up at Breitbart. The article is ESPN drops ads for the movie The Hunt blah, blah, blah. Well, I got kind of, you know, I, I challenged it. Of course I disputed it and they came back a few minutes later and said, no, we reviewed your dispute and you're, you're suspended for three days for sharing nudity or sexual content. So I, I started kind of double, you know, check. I, I was kind of concerned. I was thinking, what did I share? You know, maybe there was something, if I scroll down really far in it, there was something in there that I didn't really see when I shared it but it was Breitbart. I mean, it couldn't have been anything horrible, but I went back to the article and I, I read the whole article. I watched the video that was embedded. I scrolled through the whole thing. There was nothing in there of, of nudity or sexual content. And I just had to scratch my head. And this is the first time that I've been suspended from, uh, actually from Facebook actually suspended. I had an incident, about, I think it was about five or six weeks ago where I shared something from Zero Hedge and then I got these warnings saying that I might be suspended or something, but I never got suspended. And then it came out a few hours later that it was some kind of an error, that Facebook had an error that any post from Zero Hedge was triggering this warning. And, and so nothing happened. So in any case, I started getting curious, why was I suspended for for sharing this ad, you know, uh, sharing this article about this ad being dropped. It had no nudity or sexual content in it. I, I I put in like a support ticket to Facebook. They never answered me. So I go over to Twitter and I do a a few different searches. Like I put in bright I'm sorry, Breitbart in Facebook, like as the two words. And I do a search, then I put in Breitbart, um, article ESPN, the hunt movie, and all of a sudden, with a few of these searches I did, I'm finding dozens and dozens and dozens, maybe hundreds of people who also got suspended from Facebook for sharing this article about ESPN dropping these ads for the movie The Hunt. And... uh all these different conspiracy theories, people are upset. You know, they got suspended for three days. I just like, I got suspended for three days. So I thought, well, what's the next logical thing? I, you know, I've like appealed at the Facebook. I put in like a help ticket. That didn't change anything. So I thought, well, okay, what's going to happen now is Breitbart knowing about this is going to do like this big story. And it's probably just going to all be reversed and corrected. Like what happened with the zero hedge situation, So I contacted uh, Breitbart, not once, but multiple times, multiple times through Twitter and also directly through their website, letting them know, hey, I shared this article and I was suspended for three days. I even went to the actual article on the Breitbart site and I went into like the comment area and I started posting comments. Hey, I've been suspended for Facebook for three days for sharing this article. Do you believe that as of tonight, as we go live here tonight, that Breitbart has not responded to me at all? And, and I posted this on Twitter and a bunch of other people, they also posted, hey, they, they challenged it with Facebook, nothing got reversed. Um, they went to Breitbart like I did and put in like a, a support ticket, uh, commented, you know, at Breitbart, did a bunch of Twitter messages to them, Breitbart has basically just ignored all of us and just left us out to dry. So where it stands now is I'm just never going to share Breitbart content again. I started by getting really, really upset about this, uh, about Facebook. I was originally, I was just really angry at Facebook and I still am. I'm really more confused, honestly, than angry with Facebook Um, But now I'm really more angry with Breitbart. I mean, uh, just to know that I'm sharing their content and then this happens to me and they don't even care to respond to me after all these days. And, you know, getting suspended from Facebook is a really big deal for somebody like me. I mean, this is I'm an author. This is how I get my content out. It's how I promote my show. Um, I have uh, some private groups that I run on Facebook. And when you're suspended, I could not comment. I could not like anything. I couldn't even participate in my private groups during the three days I was suspended. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with this whole social media niche. I I, re- I really don't know. I don't know how it can continue like this. Um, but, you know, the idea that they could just say... That myself, as well as dozens, maybe hundreds of other people that somehow we posted nudity by sharing this Breitbart article and they then suspend us for three days and we have no recourse. There's like nothing supposedly you can do about it. So I I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm thinking about just firing off like a certified letter to Facebook's corporate office and saying, hey, look, um, I don't know what I'm going to do legally, but I do know that I don't want it on my record with you that I violated your terms by sharing nudity or sexual content because I never did. And I don't want to have that on my record in my Facebook account. It may or may not be public. It's probably not, but it could come out at some point like Jim Paris, this Christian guy was suspended from Facebook for sharing nudity or sexual content. And that's just not right because it's not true. I mean, if you're going to suspend me because you don't like that article for some reason, then tell me the reason why. I, I I still don't understand the reason that they would even care that I shared that article. I I still can't process that. But if you're somebody that's had that happen to you, and you shared that same article, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, jim at com. All right, let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. It continues to get stranger and stranger by the moment by the moment if you didn't hear the news over the weekend Jeffrey Epstein which he was supposed to be on suicide watch because of a prior suicide attempt several days ago apparently he was no longer on suicide watch when he committed suicide in his jail cell but here's the breaking news the breaking news is that the jail there in Manhattan says that they have 24-hour video surveillance, 24-hour video recording, including in the wing of the jail where Epstein was being held. But get this. They are saying that there was no camera recording what was happening in Epstein's cell at the time he killed himself. Now, look, I mean... <laughs> I get it that people don't like conspiracy theorists. I, you know, I'm not Alex Jones here tonight. But on occasion, something just gets too strange and you just can't believe it anymore. And and that's what's happened here. And of course, I don't need to drop all the big names. You can Google search a bunch of the legal documents just got unsealed at the end of the week. And all the big names are being implicated. I mean, name the names. I mean, uh, people in politics, people in sports, people in business, uh, leaders of nations. I, it is just unbelievable. Members of the royal family. It's it's unbelievable. The names that are coming out that were involved with Epstein, not to mention the uh, Bill Clinton being on his plane at least 26 times. So where we stand tonight is I have three theories on this and you may subscribe to one of these. I really don't know which one of these is true or not, but I did a lot of thinking about it, and I have three different theories. So theory one is that Epstein actually did commit suicide. He was not killed uh, he, he, in his cell. There is no conspiracy. He just flat-out killed himself. Now, the reason I don't believe that The reason I'm inclined to not believe that is because if you are a narcissistic sociopath who has gotten away with this for all of these decades, even when you've been caught red-handed, and you have this belief that you have a get-out-of-jail free card because you're rich, you have the best lawyers, you have millions and millions of dollars, and you've gotten away with it before, uh, I, I doubt you'd kill yourself you'd probably just hang around for the trial to see if you could get away with it again or make some kind of a, a deal to be out in a couple of years. That's what a guy like Epstein does. He doesn't uh, have shame and commit suicide. Now, the only reason I think it could be possible that he committed suicide is this. If there's something more to this case, like for example, maybe his lawyers have told him he's going to be charged with murder and they've got the dead body or there, there's some sort of a a stack of evidence and charges against him that are completely insurmountable and would end up with a complete life sentence in a horrible place. Uh, Maybe, maybe he killed himself. I I give this maybe a five or 10% chance that that is what happened. And it would only be if there was some like giant charge or multiple charges. And I wouldn't put anything past uh, Epstein and all the stuff that he was up to that there uh, were not uh, other, even more serious crimes than, than what we know about. That's theory one that he really did kill himself because he came to understand that his situation was completely hopeless. I really doubt that to be true. Here's number two. He was killed as part of a cover-up. And, of course, this is the, the theory that many people have. That, look, a dead man tell no tales. He, if he got out, uh, he, if he was you know, given an opportunity to make a deal, he could spill the beans on lots and lots of people. But think about this. There is a concept um, called a dead man switch. This is because I watched too many TV shows. I know about this and I watch too many movies. A dead man switch is, works like this. If you're afraid someone's going to kill you, and especially if you're a blackmailer, what you do is you set up a system so that upon your death, everything gets released. And you tell all the people that are threatening you, hey, if something doesn't happen to me, uh, all of a sudden, uh, 20 packages go out. Uh, Geraldo gets one, CNN gets one all, you know, there are instructions, standing instructions or computer, a computer program that's running that if I don't uh, reset it every 24 hours, all of the, the dirt, all of the videos, all of the incriminating information is going to be sent out. That's called a dead man switch and you got to believe that Epstein as smart a guy as he was as rich a guy as he was would have had something like that in place so that if he was murdered he would have all that information uh distributed that part of it i don't have an answer for but it you know maybe he really was just killed in his cell maybe another inmate did it uh maybe someone was paid to do it i i really don't know but but that is sort of the mainline theory now that he wasn't, he didn't commit suicide, that it was a hit that somebody killed him in his cell because as I said, dead man, tell no tales. All right, here's the third and probably strangest theory. I thought this was strange until I posted it on my social media, which might end up getting me suspended again from Facebook, but I did it anyway because I thought it was interesting and I don't think it's completely impossible so I put it up there that maybe Epstein is really not dead. Maybe he really was a government asset. And there's a lot of information. This is not just some weird theory. There, there Alex Acosta is on the record saying that the reason he went along with the plea bargain uh, in 2008 was because he was told that Epstein was a government asset. Um, They found uh, fake identity and fake passport for him. There's a lot of things there. This is not like made up from a whole cloth, that he could be somehow a government asset, an intelligence asset. I don't know. But one theory I had was maybe he really was a government asset, and maybe he's not dead. Maybe his death was faked, his suicide was faked, and he's no longer there. And he's been whisked off to somewhere who knows where. I don't know. There's just a, there's just so much here. And think about it this way: this has got to be in that jail. I mean, I guess El Chapo was in that jail, so so maybe it, maybe maybe Epstein isn't the absolute most infamous guy ever held at that jail because El Chapo was held there also. But he's got to be in the top two, right? <laughs> Him and El Chapo. Um, and he was on Suicide Watch. And this guy, I mean, how could he, how could he commit suicide? There's already one article that has come out from uh, a former inmate at that facility that, that says there is no way you can commit suicide because they don't even give you sheets for your bed. They give you sheets that are made out of, like, paper because of the risk of people committing suicide. There's all these provisions. I guess the cell height is only like, uh, six or seven feet high. So you can't even, there's nothing even tall enough to hang yourself from. I don't know, but I have to tell you that with all of the mystery around Jeffrey Epstein, where his money came from, um, how he, how he got so rich um, what he actually does for a living, nobody knows nobody knows where his money came from. Uh, all of these famous people that he was connected to, including presidents and prime ministers and the royal family, and on and on and on, and uh this involvement with underage girls and i don't the private island and the and the Lolita express plane this is going to go down as one of the greatest mysteries in my lifetime I mean. I can't think of any other mystery. Um, What was the guy that uh, jumped from the plane and then was never found? I can't think of the name now. I'm Googling it here. Jump from plane, never found. Uh, D.B. Cooper. Okay, that's D.B. Cooper. Maybe this is now the new D.B. Cooper case. This is the new JFK uh, conspiracy case. I, I don't know. It, it is the strangest thing I have ever seen. I have ever witnessed in my lifetime uh, how this guy could be allowed to commit suicide in his cell. And and here's the strangest thing: everybody said this was going to happen. Everybody, I mean, Johnny Lunch Bucket, you know, the, the construction guys sitting around with their lunch boxes, were all saying that this guy he's not going to live to, to, to make it to his trial. And, and then here we are. Uh, it, it's just, it defies, it really defies reality. It sure does. All right. We're going to take a one minute break. We will fire up the intro music and we'll be back with our special guest retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis is here and the new book, progressive evil. Stay tuned. We'll be back in one minute.